This episode of The Interlude contains discussions of incest and sexual assault and is intended for mature audiences only. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey. Yes. You want to have a threesome? Um. Let me get the Ouija board. Hey, this is Grace. And this is Kit. And welcome to The The Interlude, Interlude. the sexiest game of chicken on the internet. Okay, so Grace, tell us why we're here. (laughs) This is a podcast dedicated to all things terrible erotica. Mmm, terrible erotica. Terrible the erotica. best that's, and worst. That's what we're here for. And what are we going to do with this terrible erotica? Oh, we're going to read it to each other. Oh, talk yeah. dirty to me. I terribly mean, dirty. Talk terribly dirty to you. And I'm really, the, uh, the the whole point of this is I, I really just want to see just how badly I can make you cringe with terrible erotica. Oh, so it's a contest. You're you're trying to make me cringe, and Absolutely. I'm trying to resist. Yeah, let's uh, let's inform uh, everybody listening here about what happened, why we're here today, why we decided to do this. Why are we here? This is a question I often ask myself during uh, oh, you know the waking hours. That is a that's above my pay grade to answer. But while we're why we're here recording this podcast, um, this is a a direct result of the of the pandemic. Uh, the 2020 pandemic. Um, <laughs> because we don't know the future. So as you're listening right now, there happening. may be another pandemic. Right. It, and it, it is still happening. We are not out of the pandemic. But um, during the pandemic, we were trying to figure out, out a way for us to stay connected to each other. Uh, we had just started dating. What was it? Three months? Uh, yeah, about three months before the lockdown hit yeah, in the United almost States. exactly three months before the uh, the lockdown in the U.S. started, uh, we started dating, and we were trying to figure out a way to stay connected and, um, you know, and, and be able to continue our relationship. And I had the great idea, just an inspired idea that wouldn't it be great uh, if we could, over Zoom, just, you know, read each other a bedtime story. We'll pick a story, we'll read chapters, we'll read it to each other. Um, what he did not bargain for is that the, the first book that I decided to pick, and it was solely for the purpose of making him horrified and cringe and just make things as weird as possible because that is my specialty. It's making things awkward. Um, I decided that we were going to read the classic novel, um, that I read in childhood because I was not well supervised. (laughs) as a child, um, and that I I was partially curious about how it held up. I was fairly certain it wouldn't hold up well because I, I was, you know, 12 years old when I read this for the first time. Uh, but it is the B.C. Andrews classic, Flowers in the Attic. And while this was a good idea, it backfired a little bit because I threw myself into this, no shame whatsoever, and I read with gusto all the terrible, 
terrible scenes, sex scenes, incest, all of the like longing and just stuff that you hoped would make me cringe. And I really enjoyed making you cringe yeah. with my, my enjoyment of it, that. It did backfire in a big way. I thought for sure um, that nobody in this world was as joyful in making others uncomfortable and as I was. I feel, dear listeners, like I should be clear here, uh, the enjoyment was not of the incest itself. The no. enjoyment was no. was in uh, turning the tables here and taking mm-hmm. this terrible thing that you had given me and uh, in turn making you cringe. Yes. So uh, that, was, that was really sort of the birth of our love for terrible erotica. Right. I, and I have always been a fan of terrible erotica. I did not know it was terrible at the time because I was a literal child. Um, but I have very vivid memories of stealing all of my mom's Danielle Steele novels. Those are, yeah, they're bad. But um, yeah, it became this kind of contest of wills. Um, there were definitely times when I would show up on the Zoom dressed as one of the characters and oh, reading as the character. I'd forgotten about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. And... When it came time to pick uh, the next book, um, there was a, and of course I don't remember the author. We're gonna have to look this up. This is terrible. I did not do my research. Um, someone had put out a short form, like more like a novella, really. Yeah, yeah um, it's very much called a novella. "Kissing the Coronavirus." I'm very excited. What was the name of the author? Well, okay, so this is a, a fascinating coincidence. Um, the name of the first name of the author is the same as the first name of one of our favorite podcasters, MJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> the yes. author of Kissing the Coronavirus is MJ Edwards, okay. which I assume is not the same MJ. It that is we not know the same from... MJ. Shout out to uh, MJ and Bree of the Keeping Casual podcast. A fantastic uh, podcast. Love you guys very much. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Yes. That. Uh, so that started uh, us down the road of uh, the zeal and gusto with which uh, you read all of the most salacious passages of Flowers in the Attic. When I knew that this was a thing, I said, this is something he has to. He has to read. Uh, we recorded it and actually posted it to one of uh, my groups on Facebook. Um, that is a repository for all things bad erotica. And everyone was like, this is amazing. So um, perhaps we will play a clip for you at some point in time. We're still not sure how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people have coped with this pandemic in, in different ways. Um, we read bad erotica and some people have just written it. So It's really like the circle of life. It is, and it moves us all. Yes. It does. So, um, so this is really going to be the two of us engaged in a battle of wills Mm. and this is not going to be rehearsed this is going to be each of us reading the story that the other has chosen and trying to keep it together while reading the story as deeply sensually (laughs) as possible that is, that's what we're doing here, folks. Uh, I'm going to find the most ridiculous erotica that I can find or write and make him read it. And don't think that I'm 
not planning on writing erotica about you that you will have to read yourself. Oh my god, this may have backfired on me. Uh-huh. Oh, how the tables turn. The turntables. So, <laughs> my job in that case is to read whatever you give me. Mm-hmm. And try and turn you on. Oof. Oh boy. That's a... That's that's tough because uh, what I'm going to give you to read is, is going to be so ridiculous and so not sexy that you're going to have to try very, very hard. You're going to have to dig very deep into all of your, your theater training to try to sell this. So we're taking bad erotica and we're trying to read it and sell it as if it's good erotica. Okay. Okay. So that is what we're doing here today, folks. I feel like I'm up to the challenge. I okay. feel like we can do this. All right. Great. Are you ready for this? Are you? Always. <laughs> I will summon up every last ounce of seductive capability. Which does not include using the words seductive capability. <laughs> there a more sensuous word than that. <laughs> Bonus points if uh, you have one of my trigger words in there. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, sensual. The word sensual just makes me feel very icky inside. As does moist, which I, I'm sure... I, that's a universally accepted thing. The word moist is just gross. I don't mind it. You really, you don't mind it? Nope. I feel like this is one of the great cultural divides of our age between the people who really cannot stand the word moist and the people who are like, it's just a word. What? What's, what's wrong with you people? There are lots of words that are just words, but they are very evocative of just viscerally just unpleasant things. Sure, and I get that, but... Moist? Really? Okay. I think I understand why that word bothers me. Yes. Okay. As a vagina owner, mm. you moistness. <sighs> I love that she can't even say it. <laughs> it's problematic in certain situations. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't we just go through this whole thing about the wet ass pussy? We did. No, and the wet ass pussy is very good and it's a good thing. However, a moist ass pussy. Ugh. You do not wet want an excessively moist or wet ass pussy when you're, you know, standing in line at the DMV or stuck in traffic trying to get on the bridge. It gets problematic. So, a moist vagina is sometimes a, an uncomfortable vagina. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's where for me that word elicits just not good things. Standing in line at the DMV. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants a moist vagina waiting in line at the DMV. You're in line for the wrong D. True. True. Okay. I think that's our mission statement. Our mission statement is you're in line for the wrong D? <laughs> I know. Oh, that's uh, what, we're, what we're here to do. <laughs> we are here, dear listeners, to give you the wrong D. <laughs> Do you have any really terrible sexting attempts? Um, not lately, because of the pandemic, of right, course. Right, right. Um, 
I mean, I have so much in the archives. I've got so many terrible, like, uh, I submitted <laughs> to the podcast Keeping It Casual. They, they put a call out for the weirdest and creepiest and just overall worst dating profiles you've ever run across. And it was a, I'd have to go back and look, but it was a couple um, on a dating app called Field. And for those of you not familiar with Field, it is a dating app for um, um, just more, you know, alternative type lifestyle folks. I'm making a face here because I know the couple she's going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I showed God. a temp because yes. it was amazing. Oh, oh, um, so it oh. is a, it is, <laughs> it's a, it's a dating website that is geared more towards polyamorous and non-monogamous people of um, also kinky people and kinky people, yes, of which we are all of those things. Yes. Um, and you get a lot of what uh, what we call in our community uh, unicorn hunters. It's the couple. The heterosexual cisgendered couple that's looking for that mythical bisexual woman that's going to come in and equally pay attention to both. And but here's the thing that makes it sketchy because it's never about the person who comes in. No, it's, it's always never about the third person. Unicorn hunters are creepy because they make it about themselves. It's not about like an equal share of attention or right. affection or anything like that. They're looking for a uh, basically a living sex object or sex doll. Well, okay, no, let's let's call a spade a spade because I, I I feel that this is important. It's, they it's, are looking for a sex worker that they don't have to pay. To pay, yes, hundred percent correct. And uh, as a uh, not straight woman, I don't know. There's there's a debate raging whether. Uh, the term bisexual is transphobic or not and whether the word pansexual is transphobic or not and there are there's a great debate raging on that so uh don't know really how to categorize myself uh except not straight so as a woman who is interested in men and women um i definitely get hit on a lot by couples that are um uh just creepy the creepiest dating profile of all time uh, this is something that I found on, oh my god, it's so bad. We're looking at this again after several months of having tried to forget it, and it is something else. Um, the first thing, oh, why don't are these, these are just not, the first thing is the, um, the photo, uh, the, the photo that they have supplied. Tell us about the photo. <sighs> It is a couple, and they are the the lady of the couple is holding a, a newborn baby, and the man is uh, hugging like a like maybe a, a four year old child. Um, the children's faces are blurred out. Thank God. Seeking female travel friend. Travel friend. With benefits. With benefits. Would you like more weekend fun or getaways or just dinner, barbecue, movies, and chilling? 420, optional. Already we're, we're off to a great start. Well, that's good. I would hate to be obligated to smoke up with these people. Yes. We are seeking an available female. 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 Just that's. I think that could be a thing with our, our podcast. Every time someone describes someone else as female. 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 
A female what? We are seeking an available female who might enjoy joining us for these travels. Hanging out, dating, and having fun on the side. If you have kids, that can work too. That chilling. Just chilling. Last year, we took our little ones to Disneyland California Adventure, Great Wolf Lodge Indoor Water Park, San Diego Zoo, Legoland, USS Midway, which is an aircraft carrier. They made sure that we knew that. Hard Rock. Museum. Rooftop. That's <laughs> very McMurray. Uh, and a few beach days. Our two daughters, both under eight, had an incredible time. Maybe we can take our little family somewhere fun. Then, when the kids are sound asleep, we have our own special time together. Special time. If this sounds fun, we look forward to getting to know you. Under interests, home decorating. (laughs) Steamy novels. Wow, zero to 60. Landscape photo. What? Okay, does that mean photos of landscapes or la- or photos that are landscape oriented? <laughs> Isn't like so depending on what sort of like trimming you do around your Oh, landscape photos. Landscape photo. photos. I I I I'm very curious. It could curious. be all of them. Okay. Um reality TV. Yummy cooking. I guess as opposed to what? Not yummy cooking, terrible cooking. Like I have a kink for terrible cooking. If it makes me gag, oh, mm, mm. well, that's a lie. Gagging is <laughs> uh, travel, of course. Um, their desires, FFM. You don't say. Threesome. You don't say. Holly. Really. Friends benefit. Friends benefit. Friends benefit, not with, just friends benefit. So it's a benefit if you're friends. Dating. One time. What is that one mean? time? One time is at that band like, camp. <laughs> when you when I hear that, I think of uh, one time the Fuji song. Yes, Kelly <laughs> One time, <laughs> two times. Oh, single moms is an, another desire. Uh, bisexual, lesbian, and again travel, travel again. Okay, wait. So the thing here, yeah, the big thing that stands out is the lesbian. I'm not sure, given everything else that they've put in that profile, that they quite understand what a lesbian is. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say the number one thing about this that's just so disconcerting is is how much they, they talk about their kids. Oh, yeah. No, kids are a total, like... Uh, chick magnet, as oh, as the vernacular no, would say. No, 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 no. You do not use your kids to attract other people. It's it's, it's just it 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 chills me to my core. <laughs> I don't care how cute your kids are, and I also guarantee that your kids are not as cute to other people as you think they are. Never. You do not use them. To attract other people. And can I just say that uh, calling out as a specific interest, single moms. Single moms. What in the world is that about? 
Single female female parents. (laughs) So that was a hard swipe. Not whatever direction that is. Is it left? That's left. Is it left? Wow! It has been a long ass pandemic. We have forgotten. We have forgotten which direction to swipe to reject someone. This does not bode well for our dating prospects in the future. Um, It really doesn't. One of us is going to end up with a whole bunch of really bad dates yeah, as we swipe, swipe the wrong direction. <laughs> Emails. 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 Oh, that just kills me. Anyways, that is a prime example of probably the creepiest unicorn hunting couple that I have run across uh, on the dating sites uh, to date. So um, beware of that. Um, that is just, that sounds like a, just a sex slave trafficking type situation. I don't know. It just sounds terrible. The, and, and here's the thing also. Um, I am a mom. I have two uh, nearly grown children. I did the Disneyland taking them on vacation thing. Um, I don't understand how anyone has any kind of just stamina or drive to do anything after you get home to the hotel after a day of taking your children to Disneyland that you would have the energy to do anything but collapse in a stupor into your bed until the children wake you up at 5 a.m. to go back to Disneyland. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. I, I, I think I think I know what's going on here. Okay. What is it? What is it? I think that they are so tired of taking care of their kids and everything else they've posted in their profile is looking for someone in service of them. They don't care about the other person. They care about what the other person can do for them. They are looking for someone else who will service them as they collapse in bed exhausted after the kids have had their day at Disneyland. Right, but if they're also seeking a single mom who also is running and schlepping after her kids all day... I don't think they have the self-awareness for that. This this, this profile demonstrates they have no self-awareness. This could be a very thinly veiled attempt to get a free au pair for their, for their vacation. An au pair with benefits. I think I've seen that video. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. No, I um, think you're right. Yeah, they they maybe want a babysitter slash sex slave. I've seen that video too. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah, the last thing in the world I wanted to do when I was chasing toddlers around Disneyland was have sex of any kind when we got back to the hotel. Just not on my radar whatsoever. It was, we're sharing a hotel room. We've got four people crammed into two double beds in a motel the kids don't want to sleep they're wired as fuck because disneyland and churros and sugar and i mean it's not just the kids let's be honest okay yeah yeah i um little sidebar i once spent 50 dollars on churros at disneyland i was there for two days (laughs) they're five dollars a pop so that's do the math that's a lot of churros i did not eat all of them I did eat most of them, though. 
my, my kids got one each or so, two each. I don't know. I ate I, a lot of them. I can't fault you. Yeah, you've seen me put a churro away. I've seen you put a churro away, and I'm kind of turned on just remembering <laughs> it. So to date, that is the worst I've ever seen. Yes. Um, yes. Particular, and and I, unfortunately, can't uh, share with you the 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 pictures themselves. They were. They were horrifying. I think that might run into uh, some kind of copyright stuff. Probably. Uh, so, no, we won't no, show that to you. Just no. know that they were, um, let's just say, not the most attractive couple um, that you've run across in your life. I mean, not to shame anyone here, because, like, attractive is totally in the eye of the beholder. Mm, However... I don't know that anyone's beholding <laughs> this couple. <laughs> However, going back to something we said before... I draw the line at using your kids mm-hmm. in your dating profile photo. Yes. And in, no, no, yeah. just at all. Yeah. Intentionally baiting yeah. or not. You will not ever find pictures of my children in any of my dating profiles. Good, you because just won't. you are a good and moral human being. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, quite frightening, um, which I, I immediately took screenshots before I swiped whatever way is no <laughs> swipe no yes I just swipe, swipe no, no. <laughs> i sent it to everybody because that was just um really something to behold yeah you 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 sent it to me and i almost i think threw my phone across the room yeah i was I've that horrified after reading everyone. the profile and and i i've run across many horrifying things on dating profiles that was to date the worst um i have run across men who have uh, their wedding picture and their widows okay widowers widowers is that what you say when you're wait they are widowers well no you wouldn't have run across men on dating profiles who have their widows as profile pics because then they'd be dead oh Um, (laughs) so they they are widowers Widowers. okay yes i've run across quite a few where it was um the main photos of the gentleman and his uh, recently deceased bride. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've run across that uh, more than once. Okay, because if you are Polly, and mm-hmm. dear listeners, we are Polly. We, are. Uh, we don't claim that as an identity. It's just we're people who happen to be Polly. Um, there is a fair amount of rationale be- behind like putting photos of your partner on dating sites like you, you want to be per- upfront about yeah, this i personally don't do that no no because you don't i don't want to yeah. come across as a unicorn hunter sure sure because yeah. we date separately we're not a package deal right we right? can be we don't have to be yeah it's i i'm i want to be judged on my own merit absolutely because i've actually run into that that too where somebody will be more interested in one either myself or the partner Mm -hmm. and then it becomes real weird yes it does but if you are in a relationship with someone else putting it out there on your profile photo Mm -hmm. to make Mm -hmm. it explicit that yes you are in a relationship with someone else Mm -hmm. and you have to be cool with that uh is not without merit right but you are not in a relationship with a dead person so no maybe don't lead with that but i've i've seen literal the front photo is 
the wedding pictures on the beach in Hawaii, and the tagline is "R.I.P. Love of My Life, Wilma." Hey, 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 hey. Yes. You want to have a threesome? Um. Let me get the Ouija board. <laughs> There's also that, too, where people are like, hey, nice profile. Want to have a threesome? <laughs> the best was I'll have to find that where it was literally we exchanged message, a couple messages like, oh, hey, that's a great picture. Was that in Thailand? Yeah, uh, that was at whatever temple. I'm like, great. That's cool. I've been there. It's really fun. Do you like anal? Whoa, whoa. Hold on. How did we how did we switch from that to anal in one that- that's not my recollection of how that went as you recounted it to how, me. How did it, how do you remember going? So as you, as you recounted it to me, you were talking about uh, Thailand. Yeah. And yeah. you were talking about, uh, you know, places you'd visited and traveling mm-hmm. again. And just after you had <gasps> described the temple you were at. Oh, okay. Just after you oh, had described that. Oh, it wasn't anal, it was something worse. Do you want to, yeah, do you yeah, want to take it, it over? Yeah, it was, are you into scat play? Yes. Which, no, first of all, n- not to yuck anybody's yum. Everyone is entitled to their kinks. Scat play it, is fine if you're into it. It just came out of nowhere. It was just, literally, we were not talking about anything inherently or remotely sexual. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was, oh yeah, Thailand, the temple's great. Are you into scat play? And I just, no, I yeah, unmatch. Yeah. Swipe no, whatever. What do you, whatever you do at that point in time. That, it was that, a perfectly normal conversation up until that point, and we exchanged like two or three messages, and, and that's then it. Out of nowhere. So, if you're into pee or scat play, let me know. It's um, it's very interesting to um, uh, talk to each other openly about what our experiences are like on dating apps because they're very different experiences as a cisgendered male. And a cisgendered female, um, and you know, presenting very obviously as those things. Uh, my <laughs> my uh, experience is vastly different than yours. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I know that there's a. I do not envy you your experience no, whatsoever. No, I I know that uh, a lot of uh, a, a, there's a good number of men when they first enter into the polyamorous world and dating world they are looking at their partners and saying my god you're like you have a thousand messages in your inbox and i have none nobody will match with me and you could have sex any day of the week and uh, there was one point in time early on in our relationship where i said hey just i'm sorry look. i'm pouring wine in the background here and it sounds like someone's peeing <laughs> and it looks like if it. you're into piss or scat play <laughs> um i always wanted to be a foley artist there you go Oh, yes, that's right. We were in your kitchen. I was like, would you like to just take a peek at what I'm dealing with here? And I just scrolled through the literal, like, it were like 1,800 messages, and most of them were just like, hi, hey, beautiful, hey, dick, just dick pics, you know? Opening with a dick pic. I mean, at least they're honest and straightforward. Sure, sure, but it's... Also, uh, guys, not likely to work, so don't stop doing that. Just, yeah, just do yourself a favor. I mean, guys, if you're listening, uh, this is the biggest tip I can give you uh, as a woman. Um, if you are trying to attract women, uh, just, I, we all, no one's on these sites because they want a pen pal. Everyone is trying to find someone they want to put their genitals into. 
We all get that. Don't lead with that. If you talk to a woman like she's a human being first, you are way more likely to be successful in getting your genitals together. Um, it, there's nothing worse than just uh, being reduced to a sex object. It's just, it's not fun. Has there ever been a woman that you have encountered mm-hmm. who has been like, well, I really wasn't into that guy. But then he sent me a dick pic. No. And I was, I, then I changed my mind. Zero. I mean, that thing was magnificent. Nope. That was nope. a 10 out of 10 cock. That was that was a cock that would win the 4-inch co- competition. No. If you are not, uh, if you're a stranger and uh, you send a dick pic, it's not going to work. It doesn't matter how pretty your cock is. It's it's not cool. Um, no. So, no, the answer is no. That does not ever work. Unless uh, people are specifically saying, hey, send me a pic. Then, by all means, like, go for it. Uh, but, no, that does not work. So, I did. I, I, I had, recently, I had the mythical experience of someone, a woman, saying... I actually enjoy unsolicited dick pics. Really? But here's the thing. By saying that, she was soliciting it. Consenting and soliciting. Yes, consenting to it. Yeah. So, no. (laughs) You're right. It doesn't work. She, no. Women do get a lot more messages and interests, Mm -hmm. uh, but the quality is much lower. Whereas Mm -hmm. men get fewer messages like you know fewer people interested but the quality of that usually tends to be better okay so yes the quality of the conversation tends to be better okay so like the person on the other end of the conversation is actually treating you like a human being right right and not like a female um yeah not like some other alien organism Mm -hmm. however i would say probably about 30 percent of the messages that i get unsolicited on dating apps oh they're like bots or um Mm -mm. sex workers nope no 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 are exactly the same as men send to you they're just hi or hey or what's up unimaginative yeah yeah exactly which Okay, so yes, you're dealing with 1,800 messages. I'm dealing with like five. But it's still difficult to bring myself to respond to a message like that and be like, okay, hey. Sure, but you also are not, you're not prone to being sexually harassed over messaging. Right. Like most women are. No, that's all. I, Hashtag all women, <laughs> really. It's that is a very good point. Yes, all of us. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there, there is a completely radical difference in safety there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I have often wondered. Um, I don't believe in catfishing. I don't want to do this. I don't want to play with people. But I've, I've always wanted to. Maybe I could do this by just swiping for you for a day or looking at your messages but i i want i really want to experience what that's like as as a male um male (laughs) i mean if we're gonna say female man we should um as you know as a man um what that's like um i almost i think it might be fun to like switch phones for like 
15 minutes and just be on the app as the other person and see what that's like. That might be something all couples should do, actually. Um, the, the trickster in me, though, and the, the terrible person that I am would probably okay, swipe you... on some things that you that are just purely for my own entertainment. You have met every single person that I have done anything with yes. since we started dating yeah, completely true. by happenstance just totally by accident in some cases mm-hmm. how could you be more of a trickster than i have been to myself <laughs> that's so true how um yeah now i guess that that would backfire in a way because it's i'm no longer uh swiping in your interest i'm swiping in mine <laughs> You want good stories. I've already been getting you those. That's true. Um, yeah, it's before the pandemic. Um, it's, I'd say you were going through a bit of a mm. hoe phase. Or you were in a hoe phase. Absolutely. In a total hoe phase. And that was so entertaining for me. It was It was great. So entertaining for me. And and since the pandemic, and, and I should point this out, I do have one other person that I started dating since the pandemic started, and she is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but yes, most of the people before that were uh, experiences. Experiences. And, just and wonderful experiences. Wonderful for me. experiences. For me, yes. Um, and me too. And me yes, too. Yes. Uh, entertaining. Just entertaining. It's... um. It's it's such a joy for me to just see you getting out there and uh, and making fun decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, who amongst us here has not slept with someone for the story? <laughs> guilty, I'm guilty. Guilty for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I I definitely uh, there there's been at least one. I'd say there was one person I slept with just so that I could tell you the story about it. Oh, yes. And that was a great story. It was a great story. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If if you're listening to this and you're wondering if this was you, it's not. It's not you. No. No. I'm fairly certain it's not you. To those of you who are maybe concerned, Mm -hmm. no, you will not become fodder for the show if I date you. (laughs) Okay, I promise. (laughs) You will, but you're sitting here next to me. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely fodder for the show. Basically by being part of this i've consented Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and with that i think it's time for us to sign off and uh, start swiping again whichever direction that is (laughs) well tell me what have you learned today i think i've learned when in doubt just swipe no how about you i've learned that nobody likes a wet ass pussy at the dmv oh how true how true Here at the Interlude Podcast, we love tops and subs. That's topics and subscribers. Is there something you'd love to hear us talk about on a future episode? Email us at interlude at wholeassproductions.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-L-E-W-D. Or find us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Interlude Pod. Interlude Pod.